0: This episode is brought to you by Iconic Luxury Streetwear. Iconic Luxury Streetwear is a multidisciplinary experiment founded by the Tava Brothers, established in 2020. A clothing brand that has a thesis of a vision birthed to reality rooted in God created all in his image. Get your merchandise at IconicLuxuryStreetwear.com. Iconic Conversations. I'm your host, Tanaki Shantab. A countercultural podcast that brings together innovators, community builders, and world changers for authentic dialogue on the human experience, sparking curiosity, vulnerability, and empathetic connections in the world. This show is about bringing people who I think embody a certain level of, of tenacity, grace, but most importantly, love. And it's in that capacity where I have the privilege and honor of presenting a friend, but more than a friend, a brother. And literally in the words of the scripture where you pray for one another, you break bread, you share struggles, but most importantly, you live for the kingdom. This guy's a kingdom builder who's on a mission to help out the marginalized and lift them up in the trenches with a passion and a heart of service. And somebody who literally runs from the heart for the heart. My brother Joshua Kofi Taylor. Yeah.
1: Welcome to the show, bro. Thank you, my brother. Free World T. What's up, man?
0: What's poppin', man? It's
1: iconic. It's iconic, man.
0: It's, icon- <laughs> it's iconic, bro. Um, yeah. and we just chopped it up. We chopped it up like two days ago. So, but like so, every time, the, the, every time we talk though, um, I'm always learning so much, something new, something yeah. new, something new. So of course I gave my That's introduction, right. um, but yeah, man, what's your name, where you're from and the question of the day, the first question that I want to ask is, how's your heart? Jeez.
1: <laughs> starting off real. That's all we know. Man, I'm Joshua Charles Taylor. Um, Charles is my late grandfather's name. Um, I'm from Houston, Texas. I was raised in a suburb called Pearland, Texas. I claim Louisiana as well. <laughs> That's where my mom's from. And uh, originally, um, I'm mostly West African. And so uh, really go back to the core of who I am culturally, but also spiritually, um, within my faith as well. And so, um, uh, my heart, my heart is full right now, uh, just being able to have this conversation. I remember, like you said, a year and a half ago, probably more than that, we wanted to have this conversation and I'm so thankful that we've had so many conversations before that, yeah. because now we, there's a knowing that we have about each other. And so within this context, my heart is full. Overall, I think my heart is at is becoming more at peace. I think lately, there's just been a lot going on in my life personally and around me as well as internally, and so it was like a storm. But I feel like the storm is starting to ease. It doesn't mean it's not gonna rain, but just able to steer better um, and and row the boat, if that makes sense.
0: Amen. Shout out Jonah. A Jonas season. Yeah. Oh
1: boy. <laughs>
0: boy. He ain't wanting, oh,
1: he ain't wanting to need he <laughs> didn't want to do what he's supposed to do. But I feel that we all we all have those moments. I was the same way at times. And so that's that's real.
0: That's real, man. Uh I thank you but thank you, boss, man, for uh opening it up, man. And I love that the core of Africa. Um and you know, bro, you know this, man. Uh, we we always talk about Africa. <laughs> Our PR people going home, going home, um, but I guess like I want to take before we go really dive deep in, into your journey, the opportunity to be able to go back to the motherland. Mm-hmm. I want I want to I want to provide the audience, but well, they also get context of Kofi before. The realization of where his roots were, Mm -hmm. and years old. What was going through your minds at that time? How did you see yourself, and what what were you trying to become? At seventeen years old, yeah.
1: Oh man, (laughs) Uh, I was a pretty decent kid. I would say I was someone who wanted to be exceptional, and I always had this fear. There's a um, uh, Harry Stebb's uh, from Twenty man VC always ask founders what are they running away from, and I think I was running away from mediocrity, um, uh, but I still felt that way in my some of my results whether that was on the track, or as a an athlete on the football field or even in school. Sometimes I'd get all A's, sometimes I get like a B, three Bs and a C, <laughs> and it was always this like inconsistency within my greatness. And so even as an adult, I still experienced those highs and lows. Uh, wow. You just had a great six months of your life. And then the next three months are like mediocre. And so I think I remember writing a Facebook post saying, I don't want to be mediocre. Um, I want to be great. I always wanted to be number one in the nation. And so I think that Within that, I kind of limited myself within living life as a whole, Mm. experiencing the fullness of life, even to this day. Just being so goal oriented, you don't know the journey because you're so focused on the destination. And even having this conversation, it's reminding me that I still have to train myself. There's something in my past, or maybe just within my genetic makeup, or what I want. I want to be. Like my Briggs, my Berkman test, I just am a goal-oriented person. I just want to achieve this, this, these goals, these statuses, and that will bring me gratefulness and gratitude and happiness, which it really goes in all the steps, right? right. Um, right. And so I think that's who I was at 17, trying to get a scholarship, trying to help me and my twin sister go to school, just grinding, I Listening to J. Cole in the (laughs) warm-up. Yeah.
0: That's who I was at 17.
1: So that's what, 2009? Yeah,
0: 2009. I
1: was uh, 17, 2009, 2010. And everything I was focused on was getting a scholarship. Football, I got football scholarships and track scholarships. That was, like, what I was focused on. So I wasn't a jock because I didn't really hang out with, like, jocks. But I definitely had that like scholarship or nothing. Um, but I knew I couldn't go to school on my on my parents dime or my own on um, religion So, sports was a big part of my early life, um, and even to this day, you could say.
0: Yeah. No, bro, that's wow. Like, mm, that's really, really dope that you even were able to talk about that because, like, that had like context in. You know what? Actually, I'm going to steal that question of a founders, what are you running from? Because typically what how I what I would say my kind of like steer answer when asking to try to get to the core to the human being whenever we talk to founders or whatever, it's like, what is your why? And mm-hmm. like what is your why? Why are you doing this? But the yeah. fact is, but see, the thing is too, but like when we know this, we've talked about it, the greatest motivators in life, um, which are two forces. It's so crazy. Like I always think about how these two, these forces are so powerful. It, it's, it, it has to, like, it's the element of spirit, like spirit, right? Of love or fear. And we, we seem good. We can't see them. We can't see that, but we feel it in our bodies and our souls, our mind yeah. and our souls. And it 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 drives us. It moves us, mm-hmm. right? Um. And yeah, like and that's a spiritual warfare. You know what I'm saying? Like like the the scripture, right? We're not we're not fighting, uh, wars of flesh and blood, but of spirit. Yeah. And you know, like we can we can tell when the results are are we coming from a place of like, and also I, I want to say that, I want to say this actually I want to call you forward, bro, and speak life into you. More the fact of like, um you're not mediocre and of course you know the mamba mentality and all that stuff but every great athlete or level of person that has achieved a level of greatness it has had lows and has highs but the thing is is whether or not in our mind can we continue to stay stoic yeah like joy we know we know that jordan didn't win his first championship until he was 29 getting beat by the Pistons all the time, especially like, you know, 89, like 88, 89, 89, 90. Yeah. Right. Or LeBron. Bad boy. But, you know, yeah. going all that stuff, right? And Kobe, like, you know, were all mediocre at one point in time, like Kobe's first, because I think about it, Kobe's first year in the league, he only averaged seven, seven points. Yeah. You know, like, Curly doesn't win all the time. Yeah, like, like like he like he didn't win, like Lyles yeah. won. We, we saw Lyles win, but they yeah. give Lyle's, Lyles is sometimes inconsistent in in a hundred with the start. So like to say that because we know like it's I guess now my question is like all right, so we obviously know that um the great the greatness is in the way it's it's in the way then following the way or following. Right. Yeah. And so embracing that, but like, I'm I'm so curious why you said that you felt like you didn't really live in that early part. You don't I mean, to me asking. Yeah.
1: I see it now through in hindsight, in therapy, and even like this morning, writing down what I need to do for the next month because I have a marathon in 30 days. And so it's like kind of crunch time. It's my last marathon of the year before I regroup and train and get get my base under me, I started to get like locked in and have inspiration, but it was like, am I going to enjoy this next month? And it, it, it may be a stretch month and I'm doing a lot and I, you know, I'm focused on the task, but how am I going to process my day? How am I going to process how I think about myself if I fall short or if the day wasn't the best day or if something challenging comes up or even if I accomplish everything and more just was it about just getting those things done or was it about treating people with respect and humility and like just enjoying what I get to do because I don't have to do these things right but in the moment of writing the things down and checking it off and doing it you're not thinking about dang I get to do this like no one's telling me to build an organization for black founders no one's telling me to run 50 marathons for adults with special needs no one's telling me to work in venture capital (laughs) like I get to do these things right I'm choosing like I could be digging up you know I could be on the other side of the world, digging up you know natural resources for iPhones, lithium batteries, right? Like I get, I I have that would be like I have to do that to survive, right? Why? Why? You know, I could I could pick another job because I have to do it to survive, but I guess when you the problem a lot of people face, which is me, the the, the opportunity is right. You're only looking at the destination you're looking in a microscope as a sniper, yeah. right? But you can't see the full field, right? That's why when you're aiming, you know where you want to go. Yeah. But when you're fully looking, you're looking outward, right? As a sniper, yeah. you're not looking. And you're only looking at the scope where you know where you want to go, right. right? But sometimes you have to draw back and see where you've come from or see, man, all the beauty that's in front of you. See the sunset. See the open rain, see the road. I've run marathons where, man, you just see the mountains and you just see this long road. You're like, what the freak? This long is this road super long. But at the same time, it's amazing. It's like, dang, it humbles you because for one, it sucks. You know you have 10 more, 10 or 16 more miles to go. But at the same time, you're just like, dang, like let me take this in for five seconds. Like yeah. my last run in boulder colorado beautiful 75 degrees in the august beautiful not wow. 100 like texas and you're just like wow like this is amazing i need to i'm hurting right now but let me take this in right quick yeah because i got i got a flight to catch the next day so it's just taking in those moments even just seeing the sunset yesterday mm. right just like i love sunsets and sunrises so man if i was just like man here i need to do what i need to do i need to grind which is great, but at the same time, just, okay, in my drive, I saw the sun. Now I have that memory. I'm telling you my memory. That was amazing. Or having a great meeting and celebrating the meeting. Like we killed that meeting yesterday. That was awesome. And so, but if you're just so locked in the scope so much, you can't see the beauty and the fullness of thereof. And so that's Even being so tunnel vision that can make you mediocre because you're so Mm -hmm. focused on yourself. You're so focused on what you have to do and it really leads to loneliness. It leads to depression It leads to isolation. I don't believe we have to be isolated in the sense of we can't enjoy even the pain that we experience because that's part of the human experience. It's just learning how to handle it because pain sucks. I like get not, it does no, not. It sucks. But whether it's physical pain, emo- mental pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain. Um. So I'm learning these things as I talk. It's just these are learnings and realizations um, that I'm able to share right
0: now. Right. No, that's that is so good. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. That is, um, man. Just even painting that picture, like it's the dichotomy, right? And it just reminds me of the scripture. Like, bro, this literally reminds me of the scripture that I was reading about three days ago um in my daily devotion, where it was like, even though and it was actually the verse that I asked my friend from college to pray for me. And he still has that verse with the sticky note with my name on it. And he a picture. Yeah, because you know and I, I, like, you know, I was praying for him. I asked Hey, how can okay, I be praying for you? But um, you know, he's going to you know, had some family loss as well. And it says, even though our bodies, like it, it, that's literally you said is, even though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. Like, blah. like, bruh. Even though our body is dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. And I, I think we,
1: I don't think we have to renew our spirit. We have to renew it because. I think that's even like the mediocre or greatness part because when we don't renew our spirit inwardly, like it's a part of our spirit dying too. And so it's like trying to compare it to the mediocre part is like, we can't be our fullness if we don't renew our spirit, we can't be our full self. You can be this great achieving person. You can be iconic but maybe not as iconic as you want to be with deep within your soul and how you treat people and how you treat yourself. So I think that is, that is the part of getting outside of this, out of the sniper scope and seeing the fullness of thereof is how you renew your spirit is like getting out of your own head, getting out of the thoughts or getting in your head to see what I'm discovering now about yourself um and about what whatever you believe in but for me what god wants to show you um and that that's hard because we want to control right that that sniper rifle is what we can see right it's hard to see the full picture because we can't i can't see what's in the like far in the distance what that road what's down the road um and that that goes with love right that's that's fear when you when you want to control and just look at speed so tunnel vision, um, it's it's hard to say. I'm just gonna appreciate everything, you know. So yeah, I can keep going, but it, it, it you can you can take it a lot of different ways.
0: No, you can take it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And so and the thing is, bro, like, but but we know, in the thing that I, that personally gets me always tripped up. Is that, you know, leaders are the one that leaders are the one that feel the most low, like right? or like high status achieving people. I was listening to to the Brian Chesky interview with Jay Shetty. And yeah. He, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, bro. I, I, I you, you, know me, bro. You know, I am a podophile, cinephile. You know what I'm saying? Just like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and but like this, listening to him, and he said like, how, man, they're like. Just the fact, I'm just like, why all, why, what, what is it about? Why are all the people at the top, quote unquote, top, so lonely? What is it? Because again, the world tells us you gotta focus. You, this was something that I heard growing up. You gotta focus. If you don't focus, you're all over the place. If you don't focus, you'll never go nowhere. If you don't focus, you won't achieve anything. If you don't focus, da 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 da. You don't have focus but then ends up the people who had the most focus are the most depressed lonely suicidal they're wealthy but like the fact that they said that Brian Chesky said I wanted to invite my people on my 40th birthday and I had this list but I wasn't really sure if they would pick up if they would come to my party because he thought success, because he was running from something. I I can admit I was running from I was running away, right? But he said he thought that success would fill him. You know, mm-hmm. the, the idea of like pulling people off, right? Which is so crazy because, like, why does some why does somebody have to go through all of that to realize that? <laughs> yeah I think it's to yeah.
1: I think it's to realize that that's not the end goal that's I think it's the it goes back to the why that you always ask like why are you doing this right it's all about deep in our soul say we all have a purpose right I don't think you find it looking in a microscope because if you want to prove people wrong, is that the fullness of the picture mm. or is that just a, a small scope? Right. Does that bring love? Does that bring humility? Does that bring grace? Right. Does it bring fruit to the spirit? Right. Does it help other people or does it just help you? I think we fully get tr- true, like, you know, give unto others, like, you know, it makes you happier if you give to someone else. Right. You know, like because with yourself, it only lasts so long. Yeah. Right. That success, yeah. because it's, it's that, that addiction. I need to get it again and again. Right. right. When you give to others, people will, will give back to you. And I'm sure Brian had it in his life, but maybe that one driver, it's like when you play angry or when you like, you're, you're doing something out of spite, mm-hmm. you can tell it doesn't last a lot. Like, you can't be angry for so long. You got to find something else. I've done it. I've run angry, I've played angry, and it lasted for a while. But it was like, maybe if I'd gone through something in life that just made me perpetually angry. Yeah. Or like, when Mike Tyson, his story, like he was just like a beast and savage because he got bullied and all those things. And he of course, he became Mike, Mike Tyson. I but I think it's like, what are things that are like beyond you? And I can say that I could say that because the things I'm doing right now, they're not even about me. Like they're they are about me because I desire them and it truly fuels me. But the end goal is serving other people. And so oh, yeah. I think when you have a solution in the marketplace, whether that's a a class on YouTube or you're, you're building a marketplace for people to stay in other people's houses, Airbnb. You're really trying to help people. Yeah, it can make a buck, right? This podcast, right, can give thousands and millions of people all over the world great nuggets, but that's helping other people, right? But it was what you desired to do, right, to build Iconic, to build a brand, but you knew I wanted to serve a million people. What would that look like? It really is about the people you're serving. So I think business, you know, friendships, family, relationships, like you're all in service to the other person and you hope that those people give back to you. But I think it's in summation, it's how do I seek wives that are bigger than me and go beyond the, like the scope? It's like love and fear, like the dichotomy, like the duality of love and fear. And then it's like big picture scope. It's good to have the scope, to have the focus, because you're right. Like, dang, when you're so focused, you don't do certain things. Right. You say no a lot. You don't people-please as much, mm-hmm. right? And that could be lonely,
0: right? That can and, be and, lonely. And then I guess what well, people would argue, like, that's the, it's about finding the balance, being, a, you know, of like, hey, you're. I, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to say back and say no at this time because there's this priority, right? um, and then after that, and I'm going to say yes because now I'm open. Um. Obviously. Um. And as so as a you, as like as my big bro as a mentor of mine, um, in the capacity that you do serve, right? Because even though it's like a friendship, um, I have I see I remember watching. I think I sent you this Instagram video. The fact of like the different levels of friendship that each and every person should have. Yeah, and it's the it's the, it's the people who are younger than you, people that are your peers, and then after that, your your, your friends that lift you up. Yeah, um, I've definitely in, in our in our relationship, and that we've continued to build. I've been on the receiving end of somebody that is poured into, and continuously. I mean, of course, you know, like there's like it's a give and take. both. Well, yeah, I agree. Sure. And so sure. so so, but like more in this wisdom of you saying like, I got you. Like, I got you. Right. Yeah, and, and like in and the audience, you don't know, like this brother has got me. <laughs> like and like I'm super, super duper grateful has got me. I'm like, wow. He didn't have to. You 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 didn't have to. Um, and it reminds me of a conversation that I had with somebody, an industry colleague, who told me that not all skin folk are your kinfolk. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the reality, right? But like, but like, what what is this desire for you to just be somebody that's like, I got you? What, why why yeah. why is that in you, man? Yeah.
1: I think it's a number of things. Number one, just my faith in God, you know, the good shepherd gave unto us, you know, so the least I can do is give to others. I think also how I was raised, right? A product of my environment. Uh, I remember my dad, it was late night. I don't know if we were coming from like late night church or we were somewhere like in third ward, I'm in Houston, Texas. And this guy needed some diapers for his, his child, apparently. And so my dad went and got diapers for him and came back and did it. And so at that young age, I just remember, like, that's what you do. You help people. You know, you help the people that can't help themselves. And so just growing up in a kind family that was always helping people, even if it was on a micro sense, like, those are blessed things to do, to be able to help people. And so just really, that's, you know, you learn from looking at my niece and nephew downstairs, they they do everything you do. So I think I was blessed. I don't think I know I was blessed to have a mother and father that taught us right from wrong, but really taught us how to give to other people. And then that's just what I want to see in the world. I I want people to all have the same opportunities as much as possible um i know there's always levels to things but yeah that's that's the simple answer that's dope that's really
0: really dope bro. that 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 and you know you only, you only act on what you model on what you've what you've seen you model what just yeah yeah that, that's that's beautiful bro and then now this is my favorite lately this is my favorite question to ask you What is a question that you wish more people would ask?
1: That is a great question. (laughs) Um, When it first came to my mind is, "How are you really doing?" or "How are you really feeling?" You know, in the South, people say, "Hey, how are you doing?" I do it too. It's just courtesy. But when you're passing, even um, he's not a mentor, but he's an OG uh, investor. Um, in the in the Web3 space, I asked him, how are you doing? And he gave me this, like, that's a big question. <laughs> and he, like, really gummed him. It. it was our first conversation, and he told me about his story and how he was homeless. And he had this crazy story, and now he's, like, super wealthy. And, right, it's not about the wealth, but just, like, the journey. Like, he went through a lot. And so I think it's cool to really let know how he was really doing I think with the technology we have and the wealth of connection, we're so disconnected. We don't really know how people are really doing in life. And I think we all are counselors in a sense if we take time to be humble humble, and listen to people. Um, And so I think within the feeling, how are you feeling thing is, Hey, what's, what's on your mind the most, what's exciting you and what's bothering you because it's usually those love and fear. There's always that war of like what's driving you and what's stopping you in life. There's like that thing, right? That person that wants to, I'm gonna lose a fifty pounds this year. There's something, there's a reason why. It could be a vain reason. I just wanna look good. Right. Right. More and feel good about myself, which is good. You should want to feel good and look good. Um, but there's something stopping them. And I think the people closest to us should be asking those questions more, yeah. right? What is exciting you and what's what what's what's bothering you? Or what's concerning you? Because that's the core of it. When you said about love and fear, it could be like, man, my girlfriend, she's amazing, bro. She's got me excited. My concern is losing her, right? Or my concern is, dang, man, my job really sucks right now. And I want to leave it or, man, I just don't like myself. I look in the mirror, whatever right and the exciting things sometimes are the same sometimes are totally different and I wish I think for me I go to therapy quite a bit <laughs> um, but I wish You're emotionally
0: intelligent shout out to a black brothers that go to therapy we're doing
1: our work yeah man gots to yeah. you have to uh, I think that's the future mental health is going to be ubiquitous um, at least in advanced countries hopefully in more or less developed countries um, all right. but yeah that I think that's hey how are you uh, what's exciting you? What's concerning or bothering? You. And
0: oh, and also, I think that also opens up the yeah, that's so good because typically, what happens whenever, like, I've noticed this, like, you know, like you, you know, you, you know, you know, you know, you know, like that's such a glitch in the matrix question, glitch in the matrix, glitch of the autopilot, the sub, because again, we know, we know mentally. We are like 95% of our brain, our actions are subconscious. Yeah. Um, you know, you're very well read in this and all that stuff. And you know, myself was included part pardon me, we are people who are keeping up with the trends and we're continuing to dive deeper because we are we're still, we're forever students, <laughs> but, yeah. um, just with the intentionality, cause that, what you said, like mental health. Because again, we are like now. have got like now, um, oof, man. Yeah, yeah. Because again, like I remember one one point number one, the research, the research about. Um, I found a research report on the twenty forty about how the world is going to be modeled, and the, the biggest indicator of wealth is not going to be the material if this future comes and we're living in smart cities, more sustainable homes, hydroponics, whatever. It's do you have the affordability to be able to have your highest resource, which is your ability to be healthy and, and knowing that to continue to delay, you know, I know we've talked about this and we've gone down a rabbit hole, but to delay the natural cycle of life passing to the to the next realm. Right? Yeah. But um man, man, the fact that you said that that is so great. That is so great. The fact that Men's Wild is good on um, birth very, very good, very, very good trend line for our VC folks or whoever. We'll just but man. And then second point is have you experienced What's your name? How are you? Most people say, good. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Like, like I, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I stopped saying no. Uh, instead of saying good, i say I'm blessed, I'm grateful. Uh, I'm hurting, I'm sad. I'm feel. I'm feeling these emotions, but you know, it's just so interesting. Because, or it's like, yeah, it, or like, hey, what's your name? How are you? What do you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a very Western thing. Yeah. But, what do you do? Those two questions are, hey, what's your name? What's the most exciting thing? Almost the most concerning thing? and that is a great template to be able to get down to the core of somebody who's willing to go there yeah. uh, to see the humanity that's so good bro that is so yeah. that that's, that's such a good framework. that is so good yeah
1: yeah if you if you suck at conversations you could just ask someone that and just listen to them <laughs> but <Bro>, are you <laughs> Right, if you're like, I don't know what to say, I don't know how to start a conversation. Like, I love that you ask, "Said what do you do?" Because I usually ask people, "Who are you?" Uh, I ask, "Like, who are you?" I don't ask what do you do, um, and so it, it could open up a can of worms, right? Or someone they may not know who they are. They may not know how. They may know in a sense, but they don't know how to answer it, okay. um, because you can go a lot of ways with that answer. I um, mean, we're all com- simply complex people. Like we could editing. we could, yeah, so. go continue. No, just, yeah, we're all simply complex. So, to break down an answer could be our conversation. They're um, distinct yeah. in the West, at least. We just, and yeah, we have jobs to do and we have things that we want to accomplish in life and things we have to do and get to do, and all these things, but just the world moving so fast we just there's just less care in the world for one another and i think that's why the local smaller communities maybe in the eastern part of the world and different things they have they have a more simpler life right they have less complexity and they like they they share one another and they have more of these micro economies right uh than the the scale that we've reached on the west um, which makes us lonely, right? Like, why doesn't Brian Chesky, maybe he does now and he's gotten help and he's done things like maybe he's not lonely anymore. But like, I'm sure there's times where he just had to grind, of course, but like, why didn't he have other co-founders of, from other companies like with him? You know, like talking to him, like how we could talk every now and then and things like that. But yeah, like, maybe that's a deeper conversation which is in the mind. Right. like how how you perceive things
0: because they're not of competition. Because again, now the competition is when when once you get to the, the higher conversation of, uh, pardon me for cutting your wisdom, but like no, what 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 is the conversation of? There's once you have, and what Brian Chesky was talking about, status, mm. status, competition, the stuff that's really just made up, but like it's so. It's so ingrained it's it's literally injected and and, and 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 done so well uh you get the status you get the job get okay, that well for, this is for men for I, I think for us as men what he comes down to another person's vision of success and what type of what type of mindset that somebody had to grow up with because usually typically We are only operating on our brainwave from what we've learned from zero to seven until we change that. Right. But then, but then, even then, like the system, the society that we live in rewards what it takes all. Take every, if you lose, you lose. And too bad, scarcity. Because we haven't we haven't figured out because again it comes down to we are super duper complex. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my purview. <laughs> yeah.
1: So like, basically, we haven't discovered new economic models beyond pure capitalism um, in conquest. Really, we haven't learned because man's biggest thing is about self and about ruling. I don't think we've learned how to truly collaborate and cooperate yet. Um, There's been a lot of cooperation. Forgive me for that. There's been cooperation. We have the G7, the G20, right? There's a lot of national um, and international treaties, but at the same time, nations still want to rule, right? People still want to rule, and I don't think it has to be a peace, like a oh, we're, we're going to get to this place where, you know, all nations want peace and safety, if you read the Bible. But false um, peace and safety. But I think that we, like the books that talk about life after capitalism, right? And I think that's what Web3 is about, is life after capitalism. Yeah. And like more of a, embrace, like, Kind of going backwards in how we used to view economic models in smaller. And like, will they be $10 trillion companies in the future versus like, okay, 20 years ago, you never saw companies reach trillion dollars of value, right? Like basically, is that true because you're sharing the wealth, the pie is getting bigger, but more people are coming into wealth classes. So if India. If the African countries, if if APAC, you know, Asia Pacific is coming online and creating these wealth sources and then the North, the North America or Eastern uh, or Western Europe is not as well. Maybe the pie is growing, but the wealth is balancing. Right. And so I think it's more about how do we do that without the wars of I want it all. Right. Um and that's a bigger conversation. That's a two hour, three day yeah, 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 well, conversation.
0: <laughs> but Stuff that we've like, talked about for three or four hours.
1: <laughs> right. But it goes it goes back to the love or fear though. It goes back to the same first principle or love or fear. Right? That's just on a, a macro scale. But the p pe- it that love or fear is an ideology. Right? Even America, America first. Or whatever ideology. America, I believe in countries should focus on their ideals and their viewpoints. And that's why it's great we have cooperation but at the same time. Are is a country operating out of love or out of fear? You could see when we're at election time, there's gonna be a lot of fear because people want to control fear. based off what yeah,
0: literally Market fear right. green, fear, fear fear and greed index CNN fear greedy yeah you it's What is greedy? say, step out. When everybody's scared, go in. Yeah, you know, exactly. Think about it, like stock chart is the same as a heartbeat monitor. Yeah. You well, know, everything's connected, like you know, like you know, you gotta go yeah. in. <laughs> the emotions, bro. It's like the psychology, right?
1: I wish I would have studied psychology in college. I was a finance economics major. Um, but just understanding people.
0: Well, it took us behavior. 44 minutes. The fact that we it took us 44 minutes to see, even mention, hey, like, what do you do, JT? Or, hey, like, what, what did you study? Like, you know how most people, I, I'm just sorry, yeah. I just had to take a pause. Like, most people would say, like, you know, hey, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your profession? Bro, it took you yeah. it took us 44 minutes to even the fact that we you, you said like, wow.
1: Yeah. Because that's like that's just one that's one small thing, right? Like most people don't even work in the field that they studied in university. And so it's like we're so much more. I think that some most people don't have the ability to do what I I'm doing and like searching for a self actualization yeah. on the hierarchy of needs. Um, of course, all the other things I'm focused on too, water shelter, I need to drink some water after this, but at the same time, man, we like I'm very fortunate to be able to say, I have a roof over my head, I have everything I need, and I get to do things that don't make me money. <laughs> like um, you know, I'm you know, I'm not wealthy by any means yet, but at the same time, it's I still get to do things that I, that are for others and help actualize why I'm here on earth. And a lot of people will never get that chance potentially because of the situation that they come from. And that's another conversation too. Um, But I think that, yeah, that's the beauty of not having to talk about what I do. It's more about what I do in spite of who I am Mm -hmm. and what drives me in the purpose that I've been given based off my life experiences and what I wanna see in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because I grew up with a special needs um, best friend, that led me to running, wanting to run 50 marathons for those adults with special needs because of the lack of care they get post high school. Mm-hmm. Or being a founder that's African-American, you know, makes me want to help African uh, descent founders across the world. And so, and and, and invest in them. And so based off my experiences, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, And it's it's very cool to be able to connect the dots right now, um, thinking about why. And so even when I was a founder, getting eviction notices on my apartment (laughs) because we couldn't take the rent. (laughs) It's silly looking back. it. It's not silly, but it's awesome because it's like, you know it was like dang like i've never as a as a child i never faced poverty we had financial struggles in different ways but you know i think more of the situation of day we could have been on the streets (laughs) and wanting to help people that live on the streets because that's what my dad did for people that example prior and so just that's why i think i exist is to help those people in marginalized communities um, whether that's in first world or third world countries, mm-hmm. cause I've always had a heart for, for the, for the marginalized.
0: I know. I know about that. That's, that's beautiful. Um, I want to be mindful of our time. Um, cause of course, you know, time is time. That's my favorite. That's what they, that's my favorite saying. Time is time. Like time is money. Time is money. Time is money. You yeah, know Time is time. What, can't buy my time back? What you mean? Right. But, we make, but, but, but we pursue the opportunities to be able to accumulate wealth so we can block off our time. Get more time. <laughs> no, we get more time, but like, hey time is time, baby. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm
1: trying to get time back. Yeah, that's real.
0: Now, I hate that saying, I want to give you your time back. And I'm like, well, I already had the time. Right. I just... I I just, I, we just not, are not collaborating and, and, and not having this cosmic dance anymore. Well, it's okay. Yeah. You dig? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love yeah. you, man. Oh, well, oh, man. Okay. My last question about this about for you is what do you, what is one thing that you really love about yourself? Yeah, I
1: That deep down inside that there's hope for a better future. Um I've had a lot of dark moments in my life, but I keep going. Um you know, I, I know I'll share the real story, you know, one day in my life, but I think that I'm grateful to God that I've been resilient and I know people have way crazier stories than I do. Um, but most people don't have the crazy stories. We just look to those people like, oh my God, you grew up homeless and you, you know, you freaking, your mom got killed and you freaking like, and you, they went through all these, some people have those amazing stories and they're awesome. Like my boy, Jerome Fulton, like he's amazing dude, like awesome. But like, most people are just like J Cole, regular below average means are like just living paycheck to paycheck and they're just normal normal kid you know trying to get it trying to figure out this life and I think that's me um, just a normal kid trying to be better and and so um, yeah I hope I'm answering the question <laughs> wow. um, but yeah I think that just able to persevere and keep going, Despite the odds, um, I know that there's a lot of times I couldn't have been here for health reasons, for my own reasons, but I'm thankful that I still dream big. I remember reading a book called by Ben Carson. I know a lot of people might not like him for political reasons, but he's one of the people who has an amazing story. Grew up in poverty, single mom. His mom would tell him to read and think big tell him to dream big and he obviously has had an amazing medical career genius all those things and i remember my dad gave me that book when i was a kid and i read it and i would think big i wanted to be nfl player i wanted to be a olympian i wanted to be number one in the nation i wanted to start a company i wanted to raise five million dollars for adult special needs i want to help black founders all over the world like you know just having those audacious goals keeps me alive and so I, I I think that's the number one thing as I think about it, like just continuing to dream big and not give up on, on doing something that's worth living for. And I think everyone should do that. In um, the realistic nature of that is not killing your dreams. It's preparing yourself and equipping yourself to make the dream come true. Yes. So the dream is just doing it whether it comes true or not it is coming true as you make it come true right and that's the journey when your destination focus is like i want it to look like the way i saw it but it's already coming true as you build it right the best way to predict the future is to create it it's a quote a little poster up there and so yeah once we give giving inspiration the best thing we can do is work on it and like dang that's awesome because why we get to do it we don't have to do it you don't have you can go work at mcdonald's until the robots come <laughs> like you can go like you can just get an apartment do a a hand an automated job some people those are great jobs like grinding you're getting it right There's no even if you're a day laborer you got to get it but you don't have to push for more i think that's what i'm saying if you don't want to push for more that's your god that's your inalienable right at least yeah, here yeah. in the united states that you don't have to push for more you will have to push for more. um but i think for me i love that i want to push for more and i dream big yeah. so that's that's what i mean with that saying all
0: that Man. well that was such a beautiful answer my brother uh make sure All I gotta say, my speak life, is I love you, and thank you for being. I here. love you too, man. Thank you, brother. Sir, ah. I I love you, man. Where, where can the people find you at if you want them to find?
1: And that's a good question. You could find me. <laughs> I'm not on social media that much, but um, if you're listening to this, just. Go to runfromtheheart.com. Um, it's all one word. Just go donate to that cause. Really want people to focus on that. I'm all LinkedIn, Joshua J.T. Taylor. Um, Twitter is Taylor 9210 I'm not all there that much, um, but you can follow me there. So just go to runfromtheheart.com and donate to that. Um, and if you're a black founder or if you're just interested and in it, and well as an ally, just go to uh um, and sign up there.
0: Amen. Well, y'all know what to do. Till so next time. My, actually, I'm so sorry. Eh? Yeah. I like this, so I, and I'm going to keep this. I don't care about I'm, I'm, I not basically everything in this, but what's a challenge that you will want? Um, that you would embark. Uh, what is a challenge that you want the audience to embark on? Ooh. I'm going on challenges myself. What <laughs> um,
1: is one challenge? One challenge. Um, that one thing you've been thinking about doing. Do it for 30 days straight. That one thing, whether it's uh, just a goal or a new habit, uh, just start doing it today. If you listen to this, just start doing it. I have to run today, and I don't want to run. <laughs> I have a marathon in thirty days. I've run seven, and I still don't want to run. Like um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run because it's a challenge for myself. I'm gonna run. There's other goals, but this is like the most crunch time one. I have to run to be prepared for this marathon. But yeah. I just I'm I'm still my I'm like a little flat. Yeah. And so whatever that is, working on that podcast or working on a YouTube channel or working on eating better. Eat better today. Don't go don't go get that fried fried food. Right? And I think, you know, just do it just today. Focus on today.
0: So Man, that's how we And thank you so much take care. Until next time, thank you, Free World Tea. We out. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. Hope you're able to take something away from this. Until next time, follow Iconic Conversations on Instagram and Tava Multimedia Group on Instagram as well. Share with your friends, family, or anybody else who you think needs this conversation until next time peace